2 Timothy 4, 9 said, To thy diligence to come shortly unto me. He said, For Demas hath forsaken me, having loved this present world, and is departed unto the Thessalonica, Cretans, Cretans to Galatia, Titus unto Dalmatia. Uh, boy, I read that. You know, I read this the other day. Demas hath forsaken me. And somebody said he went to Thessalonica. And some writers will say, boy, he went to church at Thessalonica. Uh, that ain't what it said. It said he went to the world. He went and loved the world, the present world. He was in love with the world. Amen. And uh, so I, I don't believe he was, I don't believe he was switching churches. I don't believe he was doing it. I don't believe he had got called to a different ministry. I believe he got out of the will of God and went to Thessalonica. Amen. He didn't go to the Thessalonians. They put Thessalonica. But he said, uh, verse number 11, only Luke is with me. Take Mark said, and bring him with thee, for he is profitable to me for, for the ministry. Boy, that, that profitable is a strong and a good word. Uh, it means to be of use, amen. I, and I definitely tonight want to be of use. And we all heard Brother Jeremiah testify. That's what he wanted to be of use. And uh, that's what everybody here all want to have is, is be of use to God. It said in Tychicus, have I said to Ephesus, he ended up being the pastor of the Ephesian church. It said the cloak, have I that I left at Troas uh, with Carpus when thou comest bring with thee and the books, but especially the parchments. I tell you, I like the Bible because the Bible just filled with real stuff. I, I, I've left my coat no telling how many places I had to go back and get it. Amen. I mean, I preached a lot of places I had to go back and get my coat. Amen. Paul didn't have no way to get his back. And he's sitting in prison and said, Well, I'd like to have that coat back. You go get that coat for me if you would. Amen. <laughs> Uh, he's real. I mean, that's what Paul is. I talked about Brother, Brother Jeremiah's family being real. But I, I tell you, Paul's real. He opens up a whole door of, of realness. Amen. Uh, but verse number 14, or verse number 13, he said, bring with thee in the books, but especially the parchments. He's talking about the Bible. He's talking about the Word of God that he so far wrote. It meant so much. He said, don't forget to bring the Bible. Amen. Uh, boy, then, then this, Alexander the coppersmith did me much evil. The Lord reward him according to his works, of whom, of whom be thou aware also, for he hath greatly withstood our words. At my first answer, no man stood with me, but all men forsook me. I pray God that it may not be laid to their charge. Uh, that's a man that got, got rid of bitterness and just went on anyway. Hey, verse number 17 said, notwithstanding, uh, the Lord Lord stood with me and strengthened me that by me the preaching might be fully known and that all the Gentiles might hear and I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. God help me for a little while. I just want to preach out of this chapter and try to help us. Heavenly Father, thank you for letting us come to church tonight. I pray, dear God, the Holy Ghost of God, he's already been here. He's already been present during the singing. Already showed up during the singing of the youth choir and, and, and Brother Jeremiah singing and already during the, uh, his sharing the work, God, and you've been around here and I've already enjoyed church and I pray that we'd say something tonight that would help us, dear God, uh, to go on for the glory of God and be the best we can be for Jesus, Lord. I pray, God, you'd help me in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Boy, I got to look at this chapter. There's a whole lot in chapter number four. Uh, but verse number nine said, do thy diligence. That diligence means to do your best. Amen. Pretty much if you want to put it in red letter language, it just means to do your best. Do your very best. And I wonder a lot of times if we are doing our best. Hey, we want to do the best we can do for Jesus. Amen.
I mean, the very best we can do for Jesus. Somebody said, boy, I don't want to burn out. Well, I sure don't want to rust out either, amen. I don't want to burn out, but I don't want to rust out sitting in the harbor either. I want to wear out for God, amen. Amen. Give it all I've got before we die. Amen. He said, for Demas hath forsaken me. And can I tell you this? If you're living for God, you will have people who will decide to jump ship. You, you may think everybody in the whole world is going to serve God right along with you. Not everybody's going to. Not everybody's going to pat you on the back. Not everybody's going to say good job. Not everybody's going to say wonderful. And I believe Brother Jeremiah's not. I believe, brother, he, he, and everybody's going to say it's wonderful. What you're doing is awesome. And God's going to use you. But I tell you this, I, not everybody's going to say it's wonderful. Amen. Not everybody, Brother Tony's going to pat you on the back every time you teach a Sunday school lesson. Miss Tammy, everybody's going to say it's wonderful. Hey, but it is a great work. But not everybody's going to say it's wonderful. But we ought to be like Nehemiah and say, boy, I'm just doing too much on the wall. I ain't got no time to come down and answer your stupidity. Amen. Amen. We're doing too much for God to back up and go answer some critic. Just keep on doing what you ought to do. Amen. Amen. God help us. I tell you, that's exactly what we all do. For Demas hath forsaken me, having loved this present world, and is departed unto Thessalonica. And if we ever had a day where, where people love the present world, it's today. They're in love with the world. I mean, as long as everything is, is fine in the world, everything's good in life. Amen. If it goes bad in the world, they lose this bass boat, boy, life is over. Everybody's going to die. Amen. The Armageddon has come. Amen. But that's not it. Boy, we want to get our eyes off the present world. I like fishing. I like, I like swimming. Boy, I like playing basketball. I like playing football. I like playing anything there is to play. I like to jump a bicycle. Uh, I'm 200 uh, <clears throat> pounds, and uh, I still like to ride a bicycle and jump ramps and play and have fun. I like to play with my kids in the, in the yard, and I still have a good time being saved. But I'm just saying, I'm not in love with the present world. All we're doing is passing through and going to a greater land. Amen. Amen. Let me give you this. It said uh, he went to Thessalonica. The Christians to Galatia. Titus unto Dalmatia. Only Luke is with me. And I don't know. Luke must be in prison with him. I don't know how it all came about. We don't know. Uh, but Luke, Luke is hanging out with him, whether he's visiting him in prison or there in the same cell with him. I really don't know. All I know is Luke's there. Luke's there. Ain't you glad there's some good godly people that's been there through it all? My, I got to read these verses. I have. I said I have no outline. I just got hard. I just got what God put my heart on this message. And I tell you, I thank God for good friends in the Lord. Amen. It's good to have people who will stand with you when the whole world says no. Amen. When the whole world says it's a failure, it's good to have somebody says it's going to be all right. Amen. Uh, boy, my, I got to say my wife. Boy, I thank God for my wife. Nah, she has stood with me through thick, through thin, through ugly, because I got a lot of it. Amen. <laughs> Y'all suppose it's all right to laugh. Amen. I tell you, it's all right to say. I'm a, you can laugh. I laughed and I was ugly. You could have laughed with me. It's all right. Amen. Amen. I'm pretty ugly and pretty likely to stay that way. Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. Boy, I, I thought about this, man. My wife has been there through everything. 
And boy, it ain't been times that she has seen me so depressed out my mind and then come and preach like I was the most excited person ever lived on God's earth and then go back home depressed again, amen. And I'm sure she said, Lord, God have mercy on this wicked man, amen. Hey, but I thank God she stayed with me, stuck with me, had stood behind me, amen. Well, it's good to have good friends, though, even beyond your wife. It's good to have people when you call, you know they ain't going to badmouth everybody in the whole world. Hey, listen, I preached this morning, I'll say it again, I ain't, ain't badmouth everybody in the whole world. Hey, listen, I, I, I've, I've come to this conclusion in my life. Hey, this is what Joe Arthur said, I like what he said. He said this, he said, our church may do something for God. Our church may do nothing for God, but our church is not going to be a church doing nothing, talking about everybody that's doing something. Amen. I tell you, there's a lot of churches that are doing nothing, but they're talking bad about everybody that's doing something. I tell you what I'll do, get up and do something. Amen. Hey, talk, talk about everybody else. I, I ain't got no time to worry about everybody else's junk. Amen. Somebody say amen. That's right. I tell you, that's right. I ain't got time to worry about everybody else's stuff. I said this morning, I just say it again, praise God. Amen. I, I just I ain't got no time for him. I said, only Luke is with me. Take Mark and bring him. Which is an amazing statement because Paul had broke up with Barnabas because he didn't want Mark to be with him. He ain't no prophet. He ain't no good. And now all of a sudden he's became profitable. Because he spent time with Barnabas. If you look Barnabas' name up, it means friend. It means a friend. Barnabas had somebody with him to build him up. It means somebody who builds up, somebody who edifies. It was good to be around people who edify. I said not long ago about, about people drinking alcohol. I, I've watched as people get drunk, and they can. And I remember watching my watching my family and watching my friends, people get drunk, and, and watching them encourage one another that they can do it. You got it, man. You got it. Randy, I've seen it, ain't you? You got it, man. You got it. And I guarantee you people, hey, you, 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 you've seen one drunk encourage another drunk to do something absolutely stupid and mess his whole life up. I've seen them do that. Over and over and over. Boy, you got it. Heard about one guy said that two, guy, two drunks are sitting up in the, in the hotel room. Supposed to be a true story. One jumped out the third story and broke his leg and said he was going to fly and broke his leg. And the other one said, well, you know what? I believe I can do it. He egged the other one on so bad, but then he, when he broke his leg, he said, you know what? I believe I can do it, though. So he jumped out the window, too. <laughs> if we'd ever get full of the Holy Ghost like that and not full of alcohol, but full of the Holy Ghost, I believe we'd, I believe we'd encourage one another to accomplish great things for God. We, we, we would, unless it's bad when the world don't mind encouraging one another. Hey, but badness ought to be saying you can do it. I believe you got it. I believe you can do it. I believe you can do something great for God. Go for it, amen. Go for it. Amen. I tell you, I want, I, boy, I want to encourage everybody I can to go for it. Go for God. Amen. Boy, I tell you, you can. You can, you can, you can. With the Lord, you can. For he is profitable to me for the ministry. Barnabas had hung around, hung around Mark so long that it changed Mark's life. And instead of Mark being unprofitable, now he's profitable. Now he's of use to Paul. And Paul said, now he's grown so much in the Lord, I need him. I need you to bring Mark. Well, I tell you, I tell you, every one of us can grow from that, learn from that, that if we become unuseful to God and we're not letting God use our lives, we can get things right and God can use us and we can be profitable, amen. 
and Tychicus have I sent to Ephesus. The cloak that I left at Troas with, with Carpus. I gave you the first word profitable. With Carpus. When thou comest, bring with thee and the books. And the books, I believe, is talking about, you know, I, I, boy, I love reading my Bible, but I, lead, I read behind Arthur Pink. You got spit. You got to eat the meat, spit out the bones. I'm not a Calvinist. Absolutely, ain't no Calvinist. I ain't a, if there's a Calvinist that drop a blood in me, I'd bleed it out of me. I'm not a Calvinist. But uh, man, I, I believe I've mean, got a lot of good stuff. If you read after him, hey, a lot of good writers, a lot of good, a lot of good people I read at. I like reading after him. John Butler's one of them. Hey, a lot of good writers. I love to get the old Webster's 1828 dictionary out. Look up words. That's that's good to do too. I like all them books. But, and listen, I believe that's what he's talking about. He says books. I believe he's got books he studies out of. But then he said this, but especially. Especially. I gave you profitable. I want to give you especially. Especially the parchments. I read that word especially. It means to single out. It's to say, all y'all come, but especially Maddie. It's to single somebody out. I woke her up. Amen. She's just like a preacher kid. She goes to sleep while the preacher's preaching. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Especially, especially, as to single out one particular thing, but it's not only a single out, it's to put greater importance on that thing than any other thing. And saying this, they said, bring my coat if you can. Hey, bring my books if you would. He said, but especially, don't you forget? Hey, if you forget my coat, don't worry about it. If you forget my books, that's all right. Hey, but don't you forget the parchments. Don't you forget my Bible. I need my Bible. And what we need now, we need the Bible. We need the Bible. We need the Bible. Amen. I like the, I like the brother Jeremiah had a Bible verse for why he's doing what he's doing. We need the Word of God. We need the Bible. We need the Bible preached. Amen. I didn't come to preach you a newspaper or a psalm story about my dog that died 20 years ago. I come trying to preach the Bible. Amen. 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 Especially the parchments. Hey, listen, boy, especially the Bible. Say, so you can forget all the rest of it, but don't you forget my Bible. Don't you forget my Bible. And I'll be honest, I said this morning, but I say this, the reason why we are in the shape we are in America is because people have not put a, they, they put this the same level as any other book there is. But if we put this book at a higher level than any other book and any other statement or any, any statement by the president or by any congressman, and we put this above everybody else, that God's word matters than anybody else, more than anybody else, I promise you'd help us, amen. Amen. Boy, I read, I read a guy, about a guy, he's, a, he's a, a black preacher from Ohio. I can't remember his name. But he was out, he, he said, sister's out there in the middle of the road. And so hard out said, uh, said she told, said his name was Jean, Jean, or her name was Jean. She's out there in the middle of the road. Mama said, go, go tell Jean to come in off the road. Let's go, let's go eat something. It's time to eat supper. He walked down the edge of the road. Said, Jean, quit playing that road. Mama said, or quit playing that road. Didn't say mama said, quit playing that road. Quit playing that road, Jean. Come on, go back to the house. And she said, stuck her tongue out at him and said, Pfft. and when he went back inside. And said, he come back out again. 
He said, come back, come back to the house. And she said, and went on playing in the road. She finally come out and said, he finally come out and said this, said, mama said, come in the house. And she got up and ran in the house. And he said, it makes a difference who says, say it. Amen. You might be the one who said it, but it makes a difference on who said, say it. Amen. If the Lord said, say it, then that's what makes a difference. Amen. I, tell you, I, I, I want to be a preacher who, who says what the Lord says to say and does what God says to do. Amen. Boy, boy. So read this verse. He is a Bible man. Paul isn't a Bible man. He is all the way Bible man. Uh, Bible said in verse 14, Alexander the coppersmith did me much evil. The Lord reward him according to his works. But I like, the, I like this verse because he's saying this. He said, it ain't my place to judge him. It ain't my place to condemn him. It ain't my place to get back at him. It ain't my place to, to get him back. You know, what, you know what makes me want to do when somebody does you wrong? It makes me want to hurt somebody, don't you? You say, no, then we'll take time out and you go take your halo and wings off and then you come back. Amen. Amen. Come on to everybody in here is wanting to hurt somebody. You say, oh, I ain't felt like that since I've been. So God bless you. Amen. You come sign my Bible after church is over with. Amen. I have. I have. <laughs> you say, I ain't never felt like that before. I ain't never got mad. Then you are. You must be Jesus. You're lying one. I, 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 am, I am really believing the second one. Amen, that you are lying, amen. I believe everybody here has got upset. Upset. Let's pure out mad. Amen. We we call it upset. That's kind of like some people call argument, arguing with your wife, a conversation. Like somebody said today, well, it's an awful loud one. <laughs> it might be a, come on, it might be a conversation, but it sure is a loud one. Somebody said it's intense conversation. Amen. Amen. So next time you ain't had an argument with your wife, you had an intense conversation with your wife, what you had. Amen. Had a man tell one time, so he'd been married 25 years and ain't never had an argument with his wife. I said, you live in the barn? And she live in the house? I said, because you live around anybody long enough, you're going to have an argument. Amen. I don't, I don't like having arguments. But it's all right to make up later. Amen. But I'll tell you, that barn... That barn ain't a good place to sleep. I don't care if you got to argue or not, amen. And I ain't dwelling on no top of no rooftop either, amen. It gets cold at night. So I just stay in the house and argue, amen. <laughs> I said that and say that. Boy, there's people who argue. Or not, I said they ain't going to like what you do. They ain't going to like what you say. I had a guy in prison one time. Went to preaching in prison. Old boy told me his name was Stephen. He, uh, he told me, so I don't like you. I said, really? I mean, I, I, mean, I didn't even say hello. I mean, at least let me say hello. And then you can tell me you hate my guts, but at least let me say hello first. Amen. I mean, I even got to say hello. He just come up to me and said, I just want you to know I don't like you. I said, well, that's great. I said, well, I love you. I mean, just have drove in like eight, nine hours to get there. I said, well, I sure do love you, buddy. And he said, well, I don't like you. I don't like your Bible, your God, nothing about you. I said, well, that's great. I sure do love you. He said, you don't love me, you don't even know me. I said, I know I don't, but God put in my heart to love you, and I love you. I care about you. And he said, well, I don't like you. 
I said, well, that's fine, that's fine. Ain't no big deal. Hey, Stephen, if you don't like me, that's fine. The main person you need to worry about is Jesus, not me anyway. And uh, man, I left the door. I said, I'm going to leave a door halfway open during service time. I said, one reason I said, so everybody out here can hear it. I said, the other reason is, I want you to come to church with us, Stephen. He said, he said, I ain't coming to church. He said, I don't like y'all. I don't like your God, your Bible, nothing about you. And he didn't come all week long. I had the door open all week long. And in that week, I'm saying that to say this, not everybody's going to like it. And not everybody's going to enjoy it. Not everybody's going to say amen. Not everybody's going to shout hallelujah. Amen. I wish it was always that way, but it ain't. But I say this, go on anyway. Amen. Boy, we kept on preaching that week. We hadn't had nobody get saved. I mean, nobody. That nine-hour drive, I had nobody get saved. 800 people prison. Um, I, I, I was about I was about, I was about to run my head through the wall. I was like, God, done drove nine hours. I want to see you do something. Will you do something? Please do something. Please do something. I was begging God to do something. That old boy about, about Friday night, he come, in, he come in that back door. I was preaching on the reality of hell. And man, I left that door open so all them boys out there in the unit could hear it. And there's about 10 or 15 boys in the service. And he comes sliding in and slid in, sat on the back row. And there's another boy got up and got saved. That named Robert got saved. But this old boy named Stephen sat on the back row mad. Red, red face looked red, mad, angry. I thought, oh Lord, he gonna kill me. I've served so with. We're gonna die. Amen. <laughs> it's getting ready to be over. You know, he's mad. Looks mad. I thought he's mad. He got doing this right here with his hands and covering his face up as he's sitting there. And he finally just drops his hands and tears streaming down his. I thought he's mad. Tears streaming down his face. He come down the altar. He said, "Oh, I know, I know, preacher. I've disrespected you all week long, and I told you that I did not like you, and I did not like your God or your Bible. But I've got to get saved. I don't want to go to hell. I want God to change my life." I said, "I said yes, sir." He said, "Well, I'm sorry." I said, "Don't worry about. It. Forget about that. Let's get in the Bible." Amen. And say what the Bible said you can do to be saved. Yeah, but I'm glad God can make a difference. That same boy jumped up, ran to the phone because he heard him holler out phone calls. And I thought, well, boy, I don't even know if he really got saved. You know how we are. That's how I am anyway. I thought, boy, well, he wasn't even serious, man. He just, he won't go talk to his mom on the phone. He playing around. He ain't serious. He said, he'd come back later. He said, preacher, he said, I'm sorry. He said, my mama's been praying for me for years. I'd get saved. He said, I just had to tell her. I had to tell her I got saved. I'm sorry I ran away from you like that. But I just had to tell her I just got saved. I had to let her know that I just got saved. Hey, I'm going to finish. See, i got to tell you the rest of that. Boy, next, next night, come in. That old boy had John 3, 16 in his finger right here. He said, preacher, preacher, bro, John, bro, John, he's run across the prison. That ain't something you do in prison. You don't run nowhere. Because they liable to throw you down and mace you and tase you all at the same time. Amen. But he made run across the prison. He said, Brother John, Brother John. I said, Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. He said, I got, I got something I got to show you. And he took me John 3, 16. He said, You ever seen that before? You ever seen that? I just saw this last night and never seen it before in my life. He said, that's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. I said, man, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I've seen it a bunch of times. Hey, but I've, I've got over it. I ain't as good. I, I ain't as stirred up about it as you are. I, I went home, but ready to ask God. I said, God, you stir my heart up like that boy's heart is about John 3, 16. I don't want to ever get over John 3, 16. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. 
Sometimes it takes other people to get old cold heart start firing back up. Amen. Amen. But I'm glad. I'm glad that if you just keep going on it, listen to what Paul did. He said, at my first answer, no man stood with me. And it seems like sometimes you might stand alone. Hey, but there's no man that stands alone. There's no man that stands by himself. There's no lady that stands by herself. There's no child saved by the grace of God that stands by their self. There's somebody else with them. He said, no man stood with me, but all men forsook me. I pray God that it may not be laid to their charge. I gotta take time out and say this. He was not a bitter man. He wasn't a bad man. <laughs> he wasn't a bitter man. Boy, there's some people who have held on to grudges for years and years and years. And Paul has been treated like trash. He's been put in the prison house. And man, he's been stoned and left for dead in the middle of the road. But he just kept on doing what God told him to do. And it didn't matter what happened to him. Paul just kept on doing what God told him to do. Yeah, man. Well, I'll tell you now what y'all do is keep on doing what God told you to do. And just forgive. Forgive people that do wrong. Man, I believe a lot of times you'll stand back and they say, boy, man, I hope they sure do get hurt. Man, I hope they sure do go to prison. Man, I hope they sure do get, get in trouble. Man, I hope somebody catches them and just shoots them. Hey, man. You say, I ain't never run through my You lying out your mind. You lying. Hey, man. We've had thoughts we ought not had. Uh, let's say I have. I can't tell you that you have. Let's say I have. I ain't want to shoot nobody, but I'm just telling you. This is Facebook Live right here, so I, I didn't want to shoot nobody, I promise. Amen. But I'm just telling you, stuff floats through your mind that you don't really want to do, but it just goes through there anyway. Anybody agree with that? Man, that stuff goes through my mind. Like, where in the world? Where, Brother Jerry, where in the world did that even come from? It came up out of hell's where it came from. Where in the world did that crawl up from? It, it came out the pit, I reckon, because I didn't have that thought. Amen. And the devil will say, boy, look at that thought you had. You ain't even saved. See, he told you. You ain't even saved. He'll make you think the thought and then tell you ain't even saved because you had the thought. What a loser. Amen. What an absolute loser. He fries in hell. I'm going to shout while he fries. Ain't you? Amen. God let me. I, 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 I don't chew tobacco. tobacco. I'm going to tell you, if God let me chew tobacco juice, I'd spit in his eyeball while he burns in hell. Amen. I'll tell you, I'm glad he's going to hell. Amen. Amen. Listen to this. And devil climb over your back and say, everybody hates you. And I know a lot of times you say, Brother John, well, we're a smaller church, and boy, that don't happen, but I guarantee it does. The devil crawl over your back and say, Brother John don't like you. Uh, Brother Johnny don't like you. Brother Tony don't like you. Brother Thomas, all the rest of these don't like you. They ain't your friend. They, they ain't really your friend. Devil climb all over your back and all over you and mess with your mind and make you think nobody in church likes you and nobody wants to be around you. Hey, the devil's a lying, stinking heathen. I'm telling you, hey, listen. Hey, we're for you and we love you. And if we're the church we ought to be, we'll love one another. Amen. In fact, the Bible said that if we're to be his disciples, it didn't say he'd be shown by soul winning, though I am absolutely for soul winning. And y'all know that. I'm for winning people to God. 
I'm for getting people right. But he didn't say he'd show disciples, bust being disciples that way. He'd say it'd be shown by love one for another. Amen. God help us. Boy, I want to love people like I ought to. This is the last word. I'm be done. Not with standing. In spite of. Although. Anyway. <laughs> in spite of. Although. Anyway. No matter what. Let's go out. Notwithstanding the Lord. Stood with me. He said everybody else has left me. I'm all by myself. Nobody. Everybody's forsook me. And I feel like I stand by myself. But notwithstanding, in spite of that feeling, and in spite of what I feel, in spite of the way I feel about everything going on, in spite of all of it, the world may make it look like that Christians are a minority, and that we can't live for God, and the news makes it look awful. I say this, notwithstanding, the Lord stood with us. So go on for the glory of God. And strengthen me. Amen. Amen. So many times I've come to church dragging and left shouting. Amen. I come to church laid down wanting to quit and walked out wanting to find somewhere to fight. Amen. For the cause of Christ. I'm telling you, God put strength in you. Job said this. He said, I would. He said, I wonder what the Lord would do if he was around here whenever he was having all them trials. He said, I believe he'd put strength in me. I believe you put strength in me. I believe, I'm glad God put strength in you. Listen to this. He said, notwithstanding the Lord stood with me and strengthened me, that by me the preaching might be fully known, and that all the Gentiles might hear, and I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. He said, boy, he said, God strengthened me. He said, notwithstanding, I'm going to go on for the glory of God because it depends. Hey, listen, I know it depends upon God, but we ought to work to the fact that it depends upon us. We ought to do something for God like everything in the whole world depends on us. Pray like it all depends on God and work like it all depends on you. I love what we're going to do in November. But I tell you, one person can't do it. One person can't do that. One person can't pack the pews. One person can't bring enough friends to make everybody, to bring, hey, listen, it's not just to pack pews. It's not just to get a number. It's not just to have a record-breaking number. It's just to see people saved and see people get right. Every number represents a soul for who Jesus died for. Why, every one of these days, Let's bring somebody. Let's reach somebody. Before that, let's start reaching people. More we ever have, let's reach everybody we can reach. Notwithstanding. Though the devil don't want you to do anything else for God, do it anyway. He's going to try his best to fight. I promise you he is. He hates you. He hates me. Brother Jeremy preached here not long ago. I believe it's because we got his job. You imagine being a person at Verizon top dog CEO, you got the shirt, you got the tie, you the big bad dog. And everybody's got to look up to you. Everybody. Everybody. And then all of a sudden, you come in one morning, your box is packed for you. And your pink slip laying on top of it, and they tell you to go home. 
And when you're walking out, here comes this dude and he's got his pants about halfway down, uh, halfway down to his knees, hat turned around backwards, shirt down far enough hey, so he can keep them pants sagging. He's walking like this, walking in. Man, dog, I can't wait to start that job, dog. Man, whoa, boy. I, I, you can tell I work in Winston. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Hit a rub off on you, friend, I tell you. I told some ghetto redneck, amen. I, I don't know what I am. I'm ghetto redneck, amen. I reckon it's what it is. Boy, man, you making that man wouldn't get mad. I'd be mad if somebody took my job, look like that. I mean, look like a straight up thug walked out, walked out, walked out the ghetto right into my job seat and sat out as CEO of Verizon. I so said, you can get yourself out of my office, amen. Amen. But I tell you, that's the same way the devil feels. How come somebody so sorry low down as them people get to have my job? How come they get to glorify the very throne of God that I one day glorified and magnified and praise the Lord, amen. I tell you, I'm glad I got his job. I was sorry and dirty and filthy, but I got his job tonight. And he don't like it, but I don't care. I got his job now, amen. He's mad about it. I'm glad we got his job. Notwithstanding, go on for the glory of God. No matter what happens tonight, go on. Listen, I give him three words. I'll just read them to you again. Profitable. War to be of use. That deals with John Mark, especially. And that deals with the Bible. Making the Bible the main part of your life, main part of every area of our life. But then that, that word notwithstanding, that means just go on. Persevere, keep doing, keep doing what God wants you to do. Believe if you come to piano. Amen. She plays the piano. God spoke to your heart. You stand your feet with eyes closed, head bowed. God spoke to your heart tonight. You come on tonight. Maybe you felt like quitting. It'd be a good time to say, God, I ain't quitting. I'm not quitting. I ain't going to stop. I don't care what the devil says, I ain't stopping.